Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express you breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet this is gonna be good that's the powerful backing of American Express see how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex, eligible American Express card required, benefits vary by card and by venue terms apply Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. This is, of course, a confident show. Appreciate all of you listening in all 50 states. Over 300 uh, satellites, Sirius uh, channel, what is it, 214, XM channel 202. The podcast, so many different ways. The iHeartRadio app, foxsportsradio.com, wherever you are watching, wherever you are streaming, wherever you are listening, thank you very much for hanging out with us. All right, Uh, anybody want to apologize for leading people astray? I don't know what the record is. We need to start keeping a a track of this. But when everybody agrees on this show, we have an improbably bad overall gambling record. (laughs) Yesterday, there was 100% agreement that the Bucs would beat the Raptors in Game 4. Instead, we got an absolute beatdown delivered by the Raptors. Danny G, would you like to apologize on behalf of the show? No, because we actually won money for our listeners because you said – Fade us. Fade the show. I did say fade the show as yeah. we went to break. Yeah, you did. That were you, that was your final words of the show yesterday. So if listeners do actually listen to you, they actually won money by fading us. You're right. Whenever it's unanimous like that, it usually goes against us for whatever reason. But who would have thought the Raptors bench would step up like that? You talked about Ibaka, Van Vliet, Powell. I mean, those dudes combined for 48 points off the bench. That's ridiculous. That's not going to happen again, especially not in Milwaukee. This feels like the home team is going to keep winning. That means it's going to go to seven games. Which would be good for the NBA because they got absolutely nothing out of the Warrior series. And it looked like when the Raptors uh, went down 0-2 that there wasn't going to be a lot of drama associated with this season. So you're saying Bucks in seven is your yes. prediction at this point in time, and the home team just wins every game? Yeah, that's what it feels like. Uh, what about you, uh, Dub? What do you think is going to happen here? I mean, I, I thought the way that the Raptors came out and dominated today was stunning because I, I got about the game that I thought we were going to get from Kawhi. He just didn't have the same lift after going for 52 minutes. So it was self-evident that there was going to have to be other guys step up, and I didn't think that the Raptors bench – was going to be able to step up in the way that they did and uh, help to carry this team over the finish line. Uh, credit to them. They were fantastic. Uh, but, man, this is a uh, this is the first time in the entire postseason, other than maybe, I guess you could say, after they lost game one to the Celtics, that Raptor fans 
uh, sorry that uh, that Bucks fans have had any real reason to be nervous and think, man, we might lose this series. That first loss to the Boston Celtics was tough, but now we'll see whether a young team that hasn't really been that challenged is able to respond to two straight losses. I said before, this team has been historically good coming off of uh, losses this year. They have only had one two-game losing streak in the entirety of the season, and they haven't just been winning. They've been blowing teams out. So to get whipped like they did in Game 4, losing a close game would have been one thing like they did in double overtime in Game 3. But to take the whipping that they did, that's got to be a, a shot at the overall confidence of the Bucks. Now maybe they'll go back home where they've been phenomenal all year and they'll take care of Game 5. Uh, as we've talked about before, I think it is the winner of Game 5 in uh, NBA series. Typically, when it's tied up 2-2, goes on to win 84% of the time. So whoever wins on Thursday night has about an 84% chance of winning this series. And uh, and that's why Game 5 matters to such an incredible degree. But Dub, which side are you coming down on? Uh, are you buying into the Raptors at all as having a chance in this series? Or are you still are you in agreement with Danny G that the home team will uh, will win, given out they have two or three at home remaining? Yeah, I like the Bucks to to win this series either in six or seven. I mean, the Raptors obviously have a chance if Marcus Gasol and and the bench plays like that. But the way the this playoffs in uh, in total have gone, I'm going to stick with the Bucks to get out of this series and play the Warriors in the finals. And I'm going to come back around on the Warriors in a moment. But Eddie Garcia, which side of the equation are you on? No, I I, I still like the Bucks as well. Um, I'm going to say uh, they get it in seven. I will I'll agree with Danny. Say the home team wins every uh, every game of the series, but I'm I'm still thinking Milwaukee will, will win it. And Roberto, are you going to make it unanimous, meaning that everybody should go on the Raptor side Don't and say it. that you expect the Bucks? Uh, the Bucks in six. Bucks in six. Ah. All right. So, and then the next question becomes: Given the fact that the Warriors are sitting back at home, waiting, hoping to get Kevin Durant healthy, hoping to get Demarcus Cousins and Andre Iguodala everybody healthy, because they've got so long still to kick back at home and wait, still a full week until the NBA Finals actually begin, which is wild. I mean, just crazy that we have an entire week until the NBA Finals will officially begin. Uh, but when you look at the matchups here, do you think the Warriors would prefer to play uh, the Milwaukee Bucks or the Toronto Raptors? Now, let me kind of take this question and break it down a little bit. Um, first of all, we don't know how healthy Kawhi Leonard actually is. I think if you watched this game last night, uh, Kawhi definitely looked like he was hampered. He was on the bench with a heating pad on uh, it looked like his quad on his like uh, upper thigh maybe uh, we know that he's not feeling that well uh, health wise he played 52 minutes in game three dialed all the way back to 34 minutes in game four so if this series is going to go a minimum of six coming off of a seven game series I think you want the Warriors do I think you want the Raptors because I think the Raptors are more likely to be the tired, physically depleted team compared to the Milwaukee Bucks, who have had a lot of rest, who who so far this postseason played a four-game sweep against the Detroit Pistons. They beat the Celtics in five games. And let's say even if they have to go six or seven in this series, they still, relatively speaking, have not been that challenged overall in the postseason versus the Raptors, who really had to give everything they had to get past the Philadelphia 76ers. And now I think it's pretty clear if they come back from 0-2 are going to have to expend an incredible amount of energy in order to get back into uh, this series. I, I don't believe that Kawhi defensively will be able to commit like he's ordinarily able to commit on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I, I just I think that the Milwaukee Bucks are the younger, fresher team that would make me more nervous if I am the Golden State Warriors. Now, in terms of results, I think the Raptors won 58 and the Bucks won 60, if I'm not mistaken. There wasn't a lot of regular season difference. The Either of these teams, whoever wins, either the Raptors or the Bucks, are going to have home court advantage. So game one of the NBA Finals will be in either Toronto or it will be in Milwaukee. In terms of home court, it doesn't really factor in here at all. So uh, I think I would rather play the Raptors based on their health conditions and also based on how many games 
they theoretically will have had to play in the last two series in order to get ready. You with me in this analysis, or do you disagree, Danny G? I was with you until Chris Mannix came on the show yesterday. You mentioned that in the first segment. Uh, I guess that's the reason we have some good guests on the show, to make us think. Because, yeah, I assumed that they would love to face, you know, the Raptors, rather, Giannis. Giannis, I think, would be a big matchup nightmare for them. But on the other hand, with Kawhi being a former Finals MVP and some of the Raptors players having some playoff experience over the young uh, Bucks team, it's a toss-up. But I, I don't think it matters either way. At the end, because Draymond and Steph are playing so spectacular, I don't think it matters which team. Yeah, game one will be massive, right? Because you spend so much time fighting for home court advantage and the Warriors will have had nine or ten days to get healthy and be incredibly fresh. And the question I think you would have if you're a Warriors fan is, is it possible we could be a little bit off of our game uh, before we get to uh, before we get to that one? Yes, certainly it's possible, uh, but I don't think it's very likely. What about you, Dub? Who do you think is a better matchup for the Warriors? Who should they be rooting for? Yeah, I think they would rather play the Bucks in the finals just because kind of what Danny G and Chris Mannix laid out, the the experience factor I think is huge when you get this far down the stretch. And Giannis, he's not a great shooter, and I think the Warriors would be able to uh, come up with a game plan to keep him outside the lane and make him shoot from the outside as much as possible. What about you, Eddie? Which way would you go? Well, I'm I'm going to pick the Raptors just because of the injury factor to Kawhi Leonard. I mean, yeah. he's one misstep away from being out for the series. And you thought for a minute when you saw him dunk left-handed on Giannis and get the and one for people who were watching that game last night, I think that was in the second quarter, if I'm not mistaken. He came down, and for a minute there, you thought, "Uh uh-oh, with the way that he was walking right after that play and the fact that they limited him to 34 minutes. I I just – I don't think they can play him much more than 30 minutes, uh, 33, 34 minutes or so. Now, obviously, that could change if you got into a Game 7 scenario – I'm sure Kawhi wouldn't want to be pulled out of the game, just like he played a ton of minutes in Game 7 to get the Raptors into the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. But, man, I, I just I don't feel that confident about, uh, about his ability there. Uh, what about you, uh, Roberto? Which way? Honestly, I don't think the, the Warriors care about who they play, the, the Bucks or the Raptors. But if they had to choose one, I would say it's the Raptors because, like you said right now, Kawhi Leonard, who knows how healthy he is. Let's go, uh, Eddie Garcia. Let me get you an update. And in the meantime, Danny G, go ahead and get John Campbell on the phone. Let's hit him in hour one here. But first, uh, Eddie Garcia, what you got for me? Well, of course, the NBA playoffs are the lead story with Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals where the Raptors beat the Bucks 120-102. to Kyle Lowry, 25 points. Kawhi Leonard, 19 points to lead Toronto. But it was their bench scoring that really made the difference in this one as they outscored Milwaukee 48-23 to with the reserves. Guys like Norman Powell, who had 18 points, and Serge Ibaka, who added 17 points. Now, Milwaukee's lost back-to-back games this postseason, something they did only once during the entire regular season, losing two games in a row. Series is tied at two. Home teams won every game so far, and Game 5 will be Thursday in Milwaukee. NHL playoffs, Game 6, Western Conference, finals. Blues close out the Sharks with a 5-1 win. Rookie goalie Jordan Bennington had 25 saves in net as St. Louis takes the series four games to two and advances to face the Boston Bruins in the Stanley Cup final. Last time the Blues were in the final, it was 1970 and they also faced the Boston Bruins. And in baseball, we had a battle of division leaders in Chicago where the Cubs edged the Phillies 3-2. to two. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. We'll be back to outkick the coverage in 10 seconds. But first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now back to Clay Travis and the Geico Outkick the Coverage Studios. Good stuff as always. We got John Campbell at Johnny Oddsharks joined uh, joined us for a long time, and this is your final visit with us because you're moving into a new job. I am. Yeah, yeah, pretty exciting. I'm, I'm sorry to be uh, stepping away from the the media spots, but yeah, moving into a new role. I'm pretty excited. Uh, so you're moving away into a new role right as potentially the Raptors put together their greatest run in the history of Canadian basketball. I don't know if you're a good luck charm or a bad luck charm. Uh, what is the state of Canada this morning as people wake up and realize, hey, we're two wins away from advancing to the first ever NBA Finals in the history of our country? 
Yeah, pr- pretty exciting. I think anybody who didn't stay up to, to finish that one is waking up to a surprise. I think a lot of people just thought the Bucks were going to walk through this series. So this is incredible. Uh, Bucks favored by seven in the next one. So so they're they're favored by by a fair fairly big number. But yeah, Canada is just on fire right now. So what do you see happening now that this series is tied up two two? Do you think the Raptors have? a legitimate chance to, uh, to to grab this series, given that we're effectively down to a three-game playoff? Yeah, I, I absolutely think the Raptors can win this one. Now, they're plus 220 now to win the series, and, and that's about the money line for game five, plus 230. Uh, but but I think they can. They, they figure some things out here. They're playing excellent defense, and, and uh, Kyle Lowry had a great game last night. They really need him. The Raptors need their bench to come through because the Bucks bench is just so much better, and they're so much deeper. So we have seen that. As long as the Raptors bench can continue to contribute, they can win this series. From a Warrior perspective, how much different would it difference would it make in their title odds whether they played the Raptors or whether they played the Bucks? Uh, as we were just talking about, either the Raptors or the Bucks would have home court advantage over the Warriors. So it's not as if that swings one way or the other based on who advances. Yeah, it, not too much, really. I would say I think the Warriors are going to be favored by more over the Raptors. They're they're minus two twenty right now. Bucks are plus two sixty, and then the Raptors are nine to one. So they're quite a ways back. I think the Warriors uh, would be favored by probably a good chunk more over the Raptors, but I, I wouldn't underestimate them if they get there and get past the Bucks. They're 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 a good team. You can't sleep on them. For people who have not spent any time in Canada and don't really understand what the Raptors mean from a basketball perspective to the country, just how popular are the Raptors in Canada? Well, they've become hugely popular. And once upon a time when the Raptors were playing in the playoffs, it it didn't matter who they were playing or how good a season they had. Hockey was going on TV in most Canadian homes. And maybe you'd flip to the Raptors game and – Last night we were watching a hockey game. Uh, we were in the box, and everybody wanted the Raptors game on. We're, we're watching the game on the ice, and we, we all have our heads turned to watch the Raptors. And that's, just, that's a big culture change for Canada, where the Raptors have kind of become the leading team. And with no Canadian teams left in the playoffs, this has really given the country something to cheer for. Now, you mentioned uh, hockey, and the St. Louis Blues advanced to the Stanley Cup final for the first time since 1970. They will be taking on the Boston Bruins. How would you assess that matchup? I, I think it's an incredible matchup, and, and the two teams probably playing the best right now, so it's very fitting that they're both in the finals. Bruins are minus 170 favorites for game one. I think that's way too much. I think that's just not giving the Blues enough respect. Part of that is is Bruins have had some rest, but I don't like teams that have had too much rest in, in hockey going into the next series. So, a lot of people think the Bruins are a one-line team, but they're really not. They picked up uh, a couple guys, Coyle and Johansson, uh, at the trade deadline that have given them really three solid, hard-hitting lines. So I think the casual hockey fan is going to love this. I don't know that the NHL loves the Bruins-Blues finals, but the uh, this is going to be a really fast, hard-hitting series. Two excellent goalies. So I think this total at 5.5 for Game 1 is set a little too high. The juice is on the under, but I, I think you take the under until uh, until you're proven wrong in this one. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, we had Brooks Kepka get his fourth major title on Sunday at uh, Bethpage Black. And as a result, as we look ahead, I know it's still you know a ways away uh, to the U.S. Open, which will be taking place at Pebble Beach. What has that done to the odds markets, and how much of a favorite is Kepka? How much of a favorite should he be in your mind? Well, he's six to one now. We saw this as well after the the Masters. As soon as Tiger won the Masters, he shoots to the top of the leaderboard for the rest of the majors, and we're seeing that now with Kepka. He is the favorite at, at six to one, and then he dropped to five to one. So we're even seeing some early money on him, and I think he should be even lower than that. We, we, I, right now, he's playing like Tiger was in his prime. He just dismantled the field over the weekend. Uh, a little close at the end, but he's done this now for couple majors when tiger was doing that he was two to one favorite sometimes three to one favorite to win majors and in regular tournaments he was close to even money so 
when you compare that, Kepka still isn't quite getting the Tiger respect. I think he should be more like three to one, four to one. And I think the money will pour in. I think these odds will drop even more. And he's just playing incredible golf. I think Tiger Woods around eight to one. Obviously, you never get good value on Tiger Woods because so much of the public is eager to back him. And that didn't matter. And that was why the sports books took such a huge hit when he won the Masters. Pebble Beach Tiger has been incredibly successful playing the course over the course of his career. Uh, what should the line be for Tiger? What is it? How is it looking in the wake of Kepka's dominance in the PGA? It's a, yeah, Tiger's at, at 10 to 1 here. And right now you can assume that Tiger should be more than what he's listed at. 10 to 1, probably something more like 20 to 1, 20 to 5, 25 to 1 for me. There's going to be a ton of money coming in on Tiger still, especially because he's won at Pebble Beach before. But he's in a whole new area here because I don't think a lot of us expected him to ever win another major. And he takes a month off before the PGA and doesn't play and doesn't make the cut. And I don't, I don't know how motivated he is to win again here in, in the U.S. Open. I think he's got to find his groove again and get motivated and figure out how many more of these things he wants to win. But I, I don't think I'm going to take him for the U.S. Open at 10-1. to 1. That's just not good enough for me. Last month uh, in, this, uh, in this country, Iowa, Montana, Indiana, and Tennessee have all legalized sports gambling. Uh, how do you think that's going to impact things as we come closer to football season and you start to look at, man – we could have 15 or 16 different states all legalize sports gambling. It's going to kind of change things. Yeah, yeah it is. And, and I just think the momentum is going to keep rolling where legalization continues to spread across the country. And I, I think states will see the money that's being made and just that nothing's really being heard. There's a lot of fun in this as as football season grows and that sort of thing. So I think they're going to want to get in in the action and get in on the money. The money's never going to be what the projections say it's going to be. That's a that's a sales pitch to the people, but I just think it's going to be widespread. I think we're going to see inevitably every state go legalized. John Campbell, thanks so much for coming on the show so many times over the past couple of years. You've been outstanding. Congratulations on the promotion and thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, Clay. Thanks very much. That is John Campbell at Johnny Oddshark getting promoted, moving into a new role at his company. Will no longer be with us. He's been great with us for the past uh, couple of years, breaking down things from a gambling perspective. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, Tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is 
getting you down. It's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros. That's HIMS.com slash two pros for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash two pros. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Sex chews are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I feel like athletes get asked the same questions over and over and over again. So by and large, it's genuinely difficult to get legitimate answers from them because they go into the cliche of answering cliched questions. I feel like many media members don't help because they ask cliched questions over and over again. And certainly athletes like Aaron Rodgers have their armor up when they get asked questions relating to football because they know how quickly a partial answer to a sentence can turn into a viral uh, story when they're not intending it. I think certainly in football particularly, guys would prefer that the media not really be there, right? If your average coach and top player had its choice, They would prefer not to really make news, uh, certainly about the sport of football. So in his entire career, can you really remember anything that interesting that Aaron Rodgers has ever said other than the relax quote, which obviously went viral back in the day uh, when the Packers had started off 0-2 or 0-3 or whatever it was? That's why this answer. So Aaron Rodgers is a big Game of Thrones fan. He had a cameo in the, uh, what, episode five, I guess, of season eight, the next to last episode of uh, of the series. And he was asked what he thought of the Game of Thrones finale. And I think you're gonna hear this answer and you're gonna be like, my God, you know what? I really like Aaron Rodgers now, which makes me wonder, should every athlete get to talk about whatever he's passionate about outside of football as part of his interview weekly as opposed to actual football questions because Aaron Rodgers absolutely nails this. What did he think of the finale of Game of Thrones? Are you satisfied with the ending? No. (laughs) I love the show, and and it was a great 10 years, but, but no. I mean, you come down to the end, and Tyrion says... The person with the best story is Bran, who, by the way, three episodes ago said he wasn't Bran Stark anymore. No, John had a better story. Danny had a better story. Arya had a better story. Sansa had a better story. Tyrion had a better story. Varys had a better story. 
Braun, a lot better story. Jamie, better story. Xerxes, probably better stories. Any Baratheon, better story. So who should have been on the throne? I mean, I think, I think Danny should have been on the throne. Here's the thing, though. Here's my, th here's my last theory about it. If Bran, the three-eyed raven, who, who's you know, all about the health of the realm, let's think about what he did. He basically wanted the throne the whole time because he's the one that told the Starks, knowing that Sansa would tell Tyrion, knowing that Tyrion would talk to Varys, knowing they'd scheme for Danny's death, knowing that would piss her off, which led her to be the Mad Queen. So he, the entire time, kind of set this whole thing up, and at the end he goes, oh yeah, I don't, I don't want to be king. Oh, but why did I travel all this way to be here? No. Look, I, I love the opportunity to be in the show, which most people probably don't think I was, but I was there. I love the show, but, uh, you know, the writers are also doing Star Wars, so I think they might have been a little busy this last season. Incre I mean, like, I don't know about you, but obviously some of you out there hate Game of Thrones, and I know you're not in the 45 million people who will watch the season finale, and I understand that, but... There's a massive, huge fan base out there that is listening to us right now that did watch Game of Thrones. And so, as a result, I think, I listened to this, and uh, last night I saw this clip, and I said, you know what? This makes me like Aaron Rodgers so much more. And I didn't really dislike Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I enjoy watching him play football, but I don't feel like we really know that much about Aaron Rodgers. I don't remember him ever being that engaged answering any question that I've ever heard him ask before in his career. And this makes me like him so much more, but can you guys remember hearing Aaron Rodgers anywhere near this engaged on any football question he's ever been asked in his career? No, not about football, that's for sure. And that was pretty good, right, that breakdown? Yeah, I almost felt like I was watching your Periscope reaction show all over again. Yeah, you know what? I, 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 we don't have that many athletes on the show, by and large. We don't have that many coaches. But I honestly would rather find out what every athlete and coach cares about from a, you know, kind of newsmaking perspective, for lack of a better way of phrasing it, and quiz them on that than I would uh, anything having to do with their sport. Because I do think that you're more likely to learn about somebody by asking them about something other than football or basketball or whatever it is, because they get asked those questions so much. And this is, the, this is not a new idea of mine, like... Several years ago, we did the uh, Country Music Awards red carpet, and we did the red carpet under the premise of we will only ask uh, artists, you know, country music singers, about their favorite sports teams, and they loved it. They would light up. Like, I'm not a country music fan, so I don't really know what these guys sing. Like, it's not like I might, you know, I get all googly-eyed over singers. Like, I just don't know them, uh, guys or girls. But a lot of them are huge sports fans. And so talking to them about sports, like their eyes would light up because they haven't been asked about it before. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. If you looked at how Aaron Rodgers answered that question, I think a lot of people out there right now who are Game of Thrones fans are like, man, I kind of like Aaron Rodgers now. That was pretty phenomenal. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. It's time for me to solve all of your problems in life with the anonymous mailbag. Cue the music, boys. You've got mail, motherfucker. Anonymous mailbag. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. All right, Dub, who should we go to first to make the world a better place? We got Iowa up first. Iowa, what you got for me? How we doing, Clay, today? Excellent. Good. All right. So here's the deal. I'm 27 years old. Dave, this girl, previously ago. Get the kid this day and uh, time. Uh, we broke up two years ago because she wanted to have a family. So I want to get back with All right. Now, got engaged and everything. Broke off the engagement. We are now talking. About six months into it, now she is kind of head over heels. I want a baby. I want to get married. I don't know. I don't know if she's going to fight, get back at her you know, ex, the father of her child, or she actually wants it because she says that you know she always thought about. It. Is it something that I risk? We're both financially stable, or is it something that I hold off? No, wait. 
All right. So first of all, I don't understand why every single person who calls our Nashville studio is incomprehensible. Is is it just me or is every single phone call un like almost impossible to understand? No, it's it's not just you. I mean, we had LA calls yesterday or Monday or whatever it was and everything was flawless and I've been blaming cell phone reception. But I, I, I'm telling you this right now. I am close to losing my mind over why we can't have the Nashville studio receive a call and put it on the air and have people able to actually understand what other people are saying. I just, I, I don't, I don't understand how that is not possible to solve. Roughly, can somebody translate what question he asked? No, I <laughs> no idea what he said. Dub, anything on your end? So our friend here in Iowa had a relationship with a girl for about four years. They broke up. She already has uh, a kid in a previous relationship, and she's wanting to get back together. They've been back together for, I think he said, six months, and now she's wanting to move back in and have another child with him. Yeah, and he's no, asking bad, what to do. It's a bad move. It's a bad move. She's gotten desperate because she uh, she has a kid with a dad who's probably not doing a good job. She recognizes in retrospect that you would do a good job, and she's desperate. But what is she selling that you can't get elsewhere? Like in every relationship, you need to think about who's the better catch, right? This is kind of the premise of outkick the coverage. You want to outkick your coverage. What is a... Uh, a mom I don't know if she's divorced or if she just had a kid without uh, without being married who broke up with you four years ago that now has circled back around to you and wants to get married she's made bad choices in her life and she now recognizes that you have made good choices in your life I don't know why you would go back to her you've proven she's proven that she can't be trustworthy uh, and that she'll drop you and in the time that she dropped you, she went and got hooked up with another guy. I just uh, don't understand why you would make that move unless something else has changed in your life. So I would say don't get married and don't have a kid with her. She's already got one kid. She's only 26. She's still young. But you got to have her prove that she's worth you. All right, who's up next? I swear to God, if I can't understand him, I'm going to lose my mind. All right, let's give a shout out to North Carolina. He's up next. North Carolina, what you got for me? Hey, what's up, Clay? Love the show. Appreciate um, it. Well, I recently broke up with my girlfriend of eight years. We lived together for four years, and she broke up with me last week, ripped my heart out. She still loves me, I know it, but I'm not sure how to get another chance. I live with my parents right now, have to drive back and forth to work every day, but I talk to her every day. I can't stay away from her and not talk to her. But it doesn't seem like she, you know, wants this right now. She needs time. And in the future, maybe we could be together. But I need to know what to do with my life right now. How old are you? So I'm 25. You're 25. Is she the same age? She's 23. So you started dating when you were juniors or so in high school? I was a senior. She was a sophomore. All right. So and why did she break up with you? I mean, it boils down to financial troubles. Um, you know, I have a lot of bills and I'm actually, I feel like I'm just getting my life together as far as that. And then I get hit with this before I can really start to show it. So, and where did you live? You said you live together? Yes, sir. Where did you live together at your house or in an apartment? Uh, in an apartment. Um, uh, that's the thing. Um, we live with her father because he's, you know, very ill and he's been living with us. And since then, you know, it's not like I can do all this stuff all the time for her. It's just kind of weird. So she's living in the apartment that you used to live in by herself or with her dad and you moved back in with your parents? Yes. Uh, and you're trying to figure out what you can do to get her back. And, and you think a big reason why she broke up with you was financial. Yeah, I mean, it's not about money at all, but when it you know comes down to it, it is because I can't, I don't have this extra money for us to go enjoy time together with the you know the little time we have and all these other little things. Yeah. All right. Uh, good call. Now this is a good lesson I think for guys in general. Um, I would say that about the time 
that you turn 24 or 25 years old, suddenly girls start to realize what life really costs and what the life that they want to live is going to really cost. And let me explain what I mean by that. Uh, Women are better at planning than men are by and large. And they think, and I've used this as an example for a long time, they think in further out than you do because women have to think about having men before uh, having babies before men do, right? Biologically, this is an incontrovertible biological fact. Women are thinking about like, if I'm going to have one kid, where do I need to be? How old am I going to be? If I'm going to have two kids, men never have to think about this. So men can live that Peter Pan lifestyle where you're out and about and you're having a great time and you're like 44 years old and you just suddenly decide, you know what, maybe I will have a couple of kids. You can do that. Women don't have that luxury. And so um, I always say this, like when you are in high school or you're early in college, women will just, everybody wants the same guy. And it's the athletic guy. It's the guy who's good looking, good shape. And then you know what happens with a lot of those guys? They end up being losers once they get outside of high school or college. You've seen it happen a ton of times. The captain of your school's football team, he's swimming in girls when he's 17 or 18 years old. By 27, he's got a job that doesn't pay him that much. He might have a kid already. He hasn't gotten married. He's gotten fat. He drinks too much, and nobody wants him anymore. You don't want to be the guy who peaks at 17 or 18 years old. But what our caller there from North Carolina has got is this girl that you're with has been with you for a long time and she's been waiting for you to show signs that you are going to be able to be a productive, big-time you know, earner for her, that you're going to be able to get her kids into a good school district. Most guys out there are clueless about school districts. About 24, 25 years old, your girl is starting to understand where she wants to live because where she wants her kids to go to school. And she's starting to, un- to think about, wait a minute, this is going to cost a lot more money than maybe I realized. And so I need a man, even if you're working in this day and age, you need a man who can pull the weight. And women, by and large, at 24 or 25 years old, are ahead of men financially. They're going to school at better rates. They're graduating from college. They're getting graduate degrees. They are able to pull their weight, but they're sitting around saying, wait a minute, I need a man who can at least carry half of this weight if we're going to get into this right school district. And it sounds to me like her biggest concern with you is that you haven't gotten your financial house in order. You know what's sexy? A good credit score. You know what's sexy? Owning your own home. You know what's sexy? Not having to worry about getting your car repossessed. And men don't oftentimes get the financial uh, aspects of their life in order. Do you know why men drive expensive cars? Because it works. <laughs> Think about it. People are like, oh, that guy's having a midlife crisis. He's driving an expensive car. No, you know what an expensive car says to a woman? That man can afford that expensive car. Now, sometimes you're paying for that expensive car and you barely can, but it is giving evidence of financial stability which is what is attractive to women. You know how women like a man in uniform? Because that means he's got a J-O-B. He's got a job that he's showing up for on a day-in and day-out basis. If he can show up and he can be a cop, if he can show up and he can be a soldier, then he can probably be reliable for me. He's not trying to bartend. He's not showing up to play in a band with his friends making $48 a week. All right? So those things are attractive. You need, if you want to get this girl back, the best thing you can do is get your financial house in order and prove to her that you can give her the life that she wants, which is something that she's concerned about with you. I would bet almost 100% right now. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be The Lakers are a dumpster fire. We all know this. I apologize to everybody waking up on the West Coast in L.A. right now. You got in your car. You turned on your radio. You're driving to work. You're like, oh, man, I got to hear Clay Travis talk about the dumpster fire that is the Lakers. I'm not trying to make your morning awful. Magic Johnson's already done that. Rob Palenka's already done that. LeBron James has already done that. Jeannie Buss has already done that. They've all conspired together. Take it easy, man. Calm down over there. (laughs) To make you guys miserable already. But I'm thinking this myself. You know, I don't – we just played, and we'll play again for you, Aaron Rodgers talking about Game of Thrones, right? And I listened to Aaron Rodgers talk about Game of Thrones, and I'm like, you know what? I would love to have Aaron Rodgers on on this radio show, and we would not talk about sports at all. Because his answer to the Game of Thrones question was so good. I'm like, you know, I think he'd actually be fun to talk to. Relax. Because he has, a, there you go, he has opinions from outside the world of sports. And if you haven't heard that, we'll play it for you to finish off the show again. Because I think it was really good. But yesterday, we were talking with Petros Papadakis about the, who's on AM 570 LA Sports in the afternoon, about the mess that is the Lakers uh, franchise. And he was talking about Jeannie Buss, and we hear all about Linda Rambus and everything else. And I'm thinking to myself... 
I don't know how early Jeannie Buss gets up in the morning. But if she gets up early in the morning, maybe she's an early riser like Petros, maybe she's out doing yoga. I don't know where she lives, but my bet would be South Bay. My boy, do we know where Jeannie Buss lives? If I had to bet, I would say Jeannie Buss lives somewhere in the South Bay of Los Angeles. Pacific Palisades, probably. Somewhere, maybe so. Maybe so. It wouldn't shock me if she's a Manhattan Beach-ite. Um, but I don't know. I don't know for sure where she spends all her time. But let's say she's up early. She's beating traffic. She's going to yoga. She's enjoying the sun coming up uh, and, uh, and staring out over the Pacific Ocean. Cup of coffee listening to us right now. I'd love to have her on the show. I don't know that we've ever requested an owner before to come on the show. I would love to have a conversation with her. We would even tape if she were willing to come on the show because I think we would be fair. First of all, I think that, and this is not going to shock you, but I think I am the fairest person in all of media, at least sports media. I, I w- Even if you 100 billion percent disagree with me on everything, I will have you on the show. People got mad at me because we've had Michael Avenatti on the show twice now to talk about this Nike paying player scandal. I disagree with a lot of what he said from a political perspective, right? Lots of it. But I would give everybody, you don't have to agree with me to, to be able to come on my show. I will give everybody a forum if I think you're going to be honest with us and I will be completely fair with you. Like I'll give this, I'll, I'll make this invite too. I just tweeted, some of you follow me on Twitter, at Clay Travis. I do a daily Periscope and Facebook show. Try to. Sometimes I don't while I'm traveling. Sometimes there's not great stories during the summer. But I did the show yesterday. And I can go in on Periscope and see who watched the show if I follow you on Twitter. It's one of the cool little uh, things that's set up. So I can go see, like Danny G, if you watch the show... I can see that you watch the show because I follow you. And so it'll show me first when I look at like how many people watch my show. It'll show me first like if I follow you, the checkmarked people that I follow. And so uh, I can see. And, and there's a lot of people in media who watch my show on a regular basis. So you're going to love this. I just like at 40 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago, something like that during one of our commercial breaks, went in to check and see who had watched yesterday's show. Guess who watched yesterday's show? Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill used to be on the 6 p.m. Sports Center, got fired from ESPN. I think she's living out in Los Angeles now, doing entertainment-related stuff. She blocked me on Twitter. We used to have a good relationship. I actually considered her to be a sports media friend. Then she got mad at me because I disagreed with her when she called President Trump a white supremacist. And I was like, that's a ridiculous opinion to have. You can rip Trump for a lot of things. I don't think he's a white supremacist. People can disagree. She thinks he's a white supremacist. I just said, love to have Jamel Hill on. Would 100% welcome Jamel Hill on the show. She can make her case for why she thinks Donald Trump's a white supremacist and why she thinks I'm wrong about a variety of different issues in the world of sports and the intersection of sports and culture and politics. That's her right. I'm a First Amendment absolutist. As I said on CNN, I believe in two things absolutely. The First Amendment and boobs. That's it. You can come on. We got all sorts of different opinions. Great thing. My mom taught me at a young age, opinions are like butts. Everybody's got one. So it doesn't really get me upset when people disagree with me. Now, I think I'm right. I think about, uh, before I make an argument, I think about both sides of, de- of a debate. I'll think through it in my head. I'm, I'm a lawyer, right? Um, now, good thing about a lawyer was back in the day, you pay me enough money, I'll argue anything. Now, I just get to argue what I actually believe in. It's a great gig that I've got. But I'm open to anybody, whether they like me, whether they dislike me. I mean, Danny G, I'll ask you this. Has there ever been a guest that I have said, no, we will not book that person because I dislike him? Now, there's lots of guests I'll be like, eh, I don't think he's going to be that interesting. I don't think she's going to be that interesting. I don't want to put her on. We don't have that many guests in general. But in your entire time working on this show, has there ever been anybody who you, who I said, no, we can't have them on because I disagree with them about something? No, you are absolutely a guest whore. You would have any guest as long as they would move the needle. As long as I think it would be good yeah. radio, as long as I think you would be a good guest. Jamel used to come on my radio show back when I did local radio. She was a great guest. She's smart. She's opinionated. It's what you need a guest. Disagreeing is not a bad thing. Do I ever say, by and large, on dub, you field the calls. Do I ever say, 
no, we can't go to that. I, I don't even know who the callers are before we go to them. Yeah, there are no restrictions on the callers. Like I, I, And in fact, when I say who's up next, I legitimately have no idea. Like I don't even see the list of callers in advance. I don't see where they're from. I don't see what they want to say. The thing that drives me insane is whether or not the call is, is, is audible, not what somebody says on the calls. And we just field the calls. We got 10 lines. We just You field the calls. I mean, you're not screening. Like You field the calls as they come in, right? Yeah, everyone's welcome. All opinions welcome, and we'll get you on. So we don't discriminate based on opinion here. Um, and so the Jeannie Buss uh, situation. We have invited Jeannie Buss on the show to come on because I do think this is important. I do like Magic Johnson went on ESPN two days ago now, I guess it was, right? And just teed off on the Lakers franchise. And I think ultimately the buck stops with the owner. I think Jeannie Buss needs to talk. And I understand her perspective of, well, free agency's coming up. What's ultimately going to matter with the Lakers is not what I say, it's what we do in free agency. If we trade for Anthony Davis, or if somehow we were able to sign Kawhi Leonard, or God forbid if Kevin Durant suddenly made the decision to join the Lakers, then nobody would care about any of the controversy surrounding Magic Johnson. Nobody would care about who our GM was. Nobody would care about how bad year one of LeBron was and how messy it was in terms of LeBron kind of basically, kind of basically, not kind of basically, LeBron throwing everybody on the Lakers under the bus at the moment that Anthony Davis potentially he thought was available. All of those things would disappear if the Lakers got a great free agent, at least for the moment, and nobody would talk negatively about Jeannie Buss. But I think as the owner, you have an obligation at some point in time to reach out and talk to your audience. We have a massive audience in the city of Los Angeles, even though we're on early in the morning. We were, in the most recent ratings that I saw, one of the 10 biggest radio shows in LA in our time slot. That's a pretty big deal for a sports talk show to be able to reach in a city as big and large and, uh, and, and, and vibrant as the city of Los Angeles. That's because all the hustlers are already on the freeway here at 3 a.m. in the morning. It's That's all. right, because you have to beat traffic. Yeah. It's, it's certainly starting to get jam-packed at 5 a.m. for everybody out there, and obviously a lot of people in L.A. waking up to keep up with the East Coast and everything else. So we have put in an official request for Jeannie Buss with the Lakers PR department. Uh, Danny G, you officially did this yesterday, right? Yeah, early yesterday afternoon, I sent an official Genie Bus interview request to the Senior Director of Public Relations for the LA Lakers. And we have received so far no response. Crickets and tumbleweeds so far. What do you think the chances are that Genie Bus agrees to? And again, I'm saying I understand it's early in the morning in Los Angeles. So I did you say we're happy to tape as well as have her on live? I definitely did. I said if Genie's an early riser, we have West Coast guests on at 5:30 a.m. Or we could tape later in the morning and play the interview the following day. At any point in time, yep. Jeannie Buss wants to come on the show. We will make it happen. We will record with her and uh, and and go on with it the next day. Or if she's an early riser or she happens to be on the East Coast for some reason and wants to come on. Is there agreement on the show uh, among the Laker fan base, which is you and Roberto, that it would be good for Jeannie Buss to address the Laker fans? Yeah. yeah. One one of the things that I liked on uh, one of the FS1 shows yesterday, there were comments um, that she should have got out in front of that press conference when they were introducing Frank Vogel. Yeah. Not only was LeBron hanging in the background, but where was Jeannie at? Yeah, if she I'm, was nowhere to be found. Yeah, if I'm the owner, the first thing that happens is I sit there and I set the tone for things. I, I say, look, this is what's going on. It's not what you're hearing. We're going to get this right, and we're going to introduce the new coach right now. Set a precedent for what you want the organization to represent and be. Otherwise, you let everybody else write that narrative. Yeah, exactly. Now, in her defense, sometimes people are uncomfortable in a press conference setting because you're sitting there. There's 40 cameras on you. There's a ton of different media people. It's hard to manage the questions. You don't know what's going to be said from one moment to the next. You don't know how that's going to go. I understand 
why that would be, for some people, not an ideal way to communicate, which is why I'm saying you can come on the show. I'm, I'm not like – sometimes I'll make, uh, you know, like hyper- hyperbolic statements. I think that if you have a case that you want to make, there are very few people in sports media better to make a case with than me because I'll sit down and let you talk, right? I will ask smart questions. I'm not going to be browbeating you and trying to make a point about – I've got three hours every day where I can share my opinion. To me, when a guest comes on, by and large, unless it's a regular guest and obviously we know each other – my goal is to let you tell your uh, side of the story, and I think I would do it in a uh, in a very fair fashion. Do you guys agree with that? I mean, has there been anybody on as a guest that you think I've been unfair to in four years of doing this show? No, you've only been hung up on twice, and I don't think either time it was your fault. Who were the two? It was the Colorado football coach. <laughs> yeah, that was one. God, who was? God, who's the second? I'm not, I can't remember who the other one was, but he hung up. I think we only got hung up on once. I thought it happened twice. I th- I think we've only been hung up on once. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, he hung up on me because yeah, maybe the second time I was wishing they hung up on you. Yeah, well, that might be the case. <laughs> but yeah, definitely that. I mean, that was that coach being way super sensitive. Yeah, and he got fired by Colorado, and I, to me, that was evidence that he wasn't ready for prime time. But I was just asking him about whether or not. He was uh, that was McIntyre, right? Um, was that yeah. Uh, yeah, correct? Mike McIntyre or whatever his name was. Yeah, uh, that uh, that was me asking him whether or not he had been, ex- you know, like had other coaching opportunities, whether people had tried to hire him, which is honestly a question that is so easy for coaches to handle. And do you not expect for that question to be asked when you come on a national radio show? Like I, I just it, I, that that was really surprising back in the day. You know, it's painless. I think what's happened is the. The ones out there that haven't listened to you enough on the radio maybe have just heard something about you, and that goes for agents of athletes as well because we've had a couple of athletes in the past where they were worried about coming on because their agent heard this and that about you might press some hot button topics well, politically. Well, I'm going to ask. I mean, look, if right, right, me, right. But what I mean, never, what I mean is never you've never attacked a, a guest. They think you're going to attack their right, their their but athletes. Some, some shows will say like, oh, we won't ask you about X or Y, right? Like if you come on the show, like, oh, I won't. Ask. I don't remember ever agreeing to preconditions on any interview that we've done where we've been like, hey. All everybody cares about is this story, and okay, we won't ask you about that story. Like, if you're going to come on the show, I'm going to ask you about the things that people would want you to be asked about. I'm not going to agree to preconditions. Uh, I mean, this is not like the nuclear peace accord uh, negotiations. Like, if you come on, I'll ask you whatever questions I think that myself and the audience want to hear. So what do you guys think is going to be the Genie Bus response? Do you think the Lakers will respond at all? What odds would you give on her coming on the show? I'll say zero. Zero. Wow. Yeah, she just likes to hide right now. She's she's, she's guarded, too guarded yeah, right yeah, now. Yes, so I, I will say this. Sometimes people, as the show has grown, there are a lot of people out there in the sports universe who listen to this show that you might be surprised by or, or read OutKick or whatever else that have become big fans. So I will say there are people listening right now that you'd be like, oh, I can't believe that person is listening and that they might be in a prominent role. And if they had to make a choice about who to talk to, they might pick us because they actually like the show. But if you listen to the show, that's where you kind of get the sense of how how things are going. So you say 0% chance. You think the Lakers will come back and Jeannie Buss will say, no, won't do the show. Uh, What about you, Danny G.? I don't want to say 0% chance. I mean, I think we'll hear back from them and they'll probably decline. That's what that's what I'm guessing. So what percent that she'll come on? I would say 7% chance. 7%. All right, what about you, Dub? What percent chance that Jeannie Buss will come on? Does everybody agree that it would be good for her to come on the show? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I think it'd be totally positive. And as, as far as the odds go, I'm going to set the odds at 150 to 1. That she will say no. No, that she will come on. Oh, yeah. I mean, the odds are she's not going to come on. Oh, yeah. It's like less than 1%. I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. What, and we got to get an update from Eddie. But, Eddie, would you be stunned if she comes on? 
I would be very surprised. I wouldn't be but stunned, but very surprised. Do yes. you agree that it probably would be good for her to come on the show? I think it would be good for her to get her uh, her side of things out there, absolutely. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.